Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Anthony Hinnon, Pennsylvania reporter for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania editor, Kristen Smith. Kristen, it's looking like we are getting some movement on uh, Lifeline scholarships and possibly school choice in the Commonwealth. What exactly is happening? So the Senate quietly introduced a very big priority for their chamber late last week, and it's the Lifeline Scholarship Program, although it looks a little bit different than what we've seen in you know the last legislative session. It would offer to students living in the bottom 15% of school districts performance-wise, it would offer $5,000 for kids in kindergarten through eighth grade and $10,000 for high school kids. If you're a special education student, you get $15,000. If you go to a half-day kindergarten, you get $2,500. And it's kind of first come, first serve if you live in these districts or within the, the residential bounds of these specific schools, I should say. If you live within these these boundaries, you can apply for this. Uh, what's really different too about this proposal is instead of siphoning money off of the per-student allocation given to districts and school buildings as a whole, it, it sets a separate pot of money specifically for this purpose. Those distinctions are important because it may signal that this is authored in a way to get Shapiro's support. Our governor on the campaign trail last year talked a lot about supporting school choice, and even he was open to this idea of lifeline scholarships. The proposal itself would be a really big shift in Pennsylvania school choice policy. It would truly break students free of their zip codes, as supporters have said for many years. And as you've reported on in the past, the past few weeks, actually, this idea of a lifeline scholarship and untethering students from schools just based on where they live has really attracted a a broad coalition of supporters. And so I don't, you know, you might be starting to see the ad campaign that they they promised was coming even on, on places like Hulu, for example, kind of urging Shapiro to support this program. And so the fact that the Senate really made no fanfare about it at all is kind of unusual, but again, signals that something might be a little bit different about this. But I'd love to hear for you as, from a follow-up perspective, how does this proposal compare to what advocates were asking for when you spoke with them a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it seemed like from what I was hearing, there's some flexibility here on the form that it takes. I, I think it's the clear, clearly the uh, biggest sticking point for opponents has been this idea of bringing it from school district allocation to public schools and saying that's you know defunding these schools or what have you. Because it seems like th- this, at least you know, generally Republicans are more supportive of school choice than Democrats. Um, that's not always true when you look at rural Republicans; they're a little more reluctant to embrace it. Um, but also, Democrats in larger cities tend to be more supportive than. Um, other places. The idea here really seems like there's this focus on kids and making sure that if they're in an unsafe school or if they're in a poor performing school, that there's a there's an opportunity to go elsewhere. Because when you look at it statewide, if you're already wealthy, you already functionally have this choice where you can move, you can send your child to a private school, whatever else. But for students of families who do not have that ability or the extra money to spare, this, this would be a big boost. And that seems to be when you hear about school choice supporters in Philadelphia, that seems to be the, the sticking point here of making sure they have the same choice as other families do. I think just how quietly, because there hasn't been that much reporting on it. There hasn't been, I haven't seen many press releases rolling out from either side on this. It seems like there's at least, that there's some level of pragmatic compromise possible, whether that will happen either in the budget or standalone bill or even the session. It's not really clear. 
We did reach out to the governor's office for comment on this proposal. We did not hear back. However, as we mentioned before, Shapiro has expressed openness to this idea. So it there is there is a solid chance that we will see something happen with this. Will it be a bargaining chip in the budget? Perhaps. But it is something we will keep an eye on in the future. And for just for context, we have... Of 500 school districts in Pennsylvania, and we have an identified 382 low achieving schools across 76 districts. And there's an estimated 191,000 students that could potentially apply for this program out of one and a half million students statewide. So it, there is a significant portion of students who could uh, theoretically take advantage of this. Critics have raised issues with the potential cost, um, but there's even debate there um, because the idea that it would cost state money, obviously, because we'd have to be creating a new pot of money for this, is relevant. But also there's the theory that the, and this is not even a theory in other states, it's been seen, that the state would ultimately save money because they are no longer giving, because it's kind of like a balancing effect. If you take the child out of the public school and send them, say, to a private school, that strain on the public school system has now been lessened. So there could be a, a cost savings ultimately from that. But because this policy is so new and untested in Pennsylvania, we're just not quite sure. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kristen Smith, this is Anthony Hennon. Please subscribe and thanks for listening.